0: as Welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking about being solid in your own presence in private because the things that we do by ourselves is more important than what we do when we're around other people. And we feel like this is something that strongly needs to be talked about because we forget this. So. And...
1: When we say more important, we're talking about for our intensive purposes of this episode. Obviously, sitting in public is worse than sitting in private. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So I got a question for you all before we go in. Why do you think it's important to be solid, have integrity, you know, have excellence, ihsan, when you're in private, when no one's watching? Because one might say that, oh, there's no consequences if you do this or you're or you, know, you know, you're eating some Oreos and no one's looking, you know, because no one's looking. What's the harm? Mm-hmm.
0: So the only thing I'm going to say is a, a quote that I hadn't seen a long time ago before I was Muslim. And it was that, like, what you do, what you are rewarded for in public is what you do in private. So, just let that sink in. So, someone who's successful, let's say in a business or in a sport or something, like they're successful because of what they did in private, all the training and hours that they put in in private on their own time. Like they weren't forced to do it, they did it because they chose to do that. Right, so, the same can apply in all situations. So, like, you could you could be outside saying, like, oh, alhamdulillah, like, jazakallah, <laughs> oh, habibi, and all that. But then when you get in in private, you're over here watching pornography, you're over here uh, just doing haram things, smoking weed, whatever it is. And you might even treat your family like trash because it's, they're in private kind of with you, you know, they're in the same household as you. And uh, they have kind of no choice but to accept who you are and what you do, unlike the public, unlike people outside of your house. Let me get it.
1: Rami, dog, you got to say something, because I'm trying to story on our uh, T3M Instagram that we're live.
2: All right, all right Mr. No. Uh. Yeah, so basically what Anhal said is very, very true. And um, there's a hadith of the Prophet والسلام, where he says, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but he says, Indeed, I know of a type of people from my nation, so from the Muslims, uh, who would come on the day of judgment with good deeds as big as mountains. But Allah will turn them into scattered dust. And then the, they ask, basically the Prophet. You know, describe them to us You know What, what happened? What, what are these people? What do they do? Because we don't want to be from those people And the Prophet He said Indeed They are your brothers And they perform acts of worship by night In the same way you do But when they are alone They transgress the limits of Allah So the Prophet He describes <coughs> He describes the people Who are Muslims who pray, who fast, they do the fara'id, they are our brothers. They sit amongst us and they, they, they walk with us, they pray with us, even at night. But when they're alone, they transgress the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for that, Allah will take all their good deeds that they do in public, in general, and make them into scattered dust and basically make them worthless. Very scary. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's profound, so bro. Yeah, oh.
1: There's something on my mind. It was like, a lot of the time, we think that, you know how you hear like, you can lie to other people, don't lie to yourself. Now, what does that even mean? Um, What that means, at least the way I look at it right now, is when you're by yourself, you might think no one's watching, but you're watching. You're subconsciously letting yourself down every time you fall into something that you might not do when you're with people. If you do it when you're by yourself, one, Allah is watching, just like the other guy said. But, uh, more importantly, or not more importantly, but I guess, at least from a personal point of view, your subconscious is, is accepting that you're doing this. Whether it's a sin, whether it's something that you're slipping, you're not supposed to be doing it. You know you're doing it. And you're seeing yourself doing it. So mentally, you already know you're, you're deficient. There's a flaw there. There's an insufficiency. And whatever you tell yourself, you still took in. You still acknowledge that you did it. And then when you go about your day, you subconsciously carry on that that loss, that regret, that resentment. That's mm. true.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Wa wa you know, I remember hearing once that I think it was one, one sheikh who said that you should strive, you should work to be better in private than you are in public. Like, you should be more sincere in private, you should be better in private, you should do more good deeds in private than you do in public, and you should avoid. Trying to be too, you know, kind of, I don't want to say too pious, but you know what I mean? Like putting on too much of a, a pious act when you're in public. And it's, I guess it's, it's profound because, you know, subhanAllah, it really would help you avoid uh, these kinds of problems. Because as Muslims, as people in general, actually, when we go out, everyone has this natural face that they put on. Like you at work is different from you at school is different from you with your friends is different from you alone at home it's, mm-hmm. it's they're all different people they vary slightly but the less you can get them to differ the better and Oof. the best time for you to be the best is actually when you're alone because that's where you're most likely to sin and uh, you can even see it as that's when you're most rewarded for for not sinning because it's it's easy it's right there it's you know it's whatever
0: it's mm-hmm. facts. It's facts. I mean, like, people who struggle with us, the urges. I already said words that I wasn't supposed to say, didn't
1: I? I mean, it's fine, bro. It was done, it's done. It's a live stream. Yeah. Can't take it back now.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, but people who struggle with uh, the natural urges and they're watching this filth. What ends up happening is, like, it, it happens in private. It doesn't happen in public. Like, they're not with their friends, and then they just pull out their phones and then pull their, uh, the tool that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them, and they just start going at it right there with a friend right next to them. And it's the stuck for a lot if they do that. <laughs> they they must have some, some mental problem or something. But, mm. like, it's all in private. It's all in private. So that is the most important time. We got to be on top of our game.
1: Hmm. I agree. There was a, there was a chef that was asked a question. Um, he was basically asking, what is like a quick way that I can stop sinning? That I can repel sins? And he said that you need to get married and have kids. Because when you have people under your wing, under your authority, that's always watching you, right? Because you might think, oh, I'm going to tell my son this and then I'm going to do something else. Bro, they don't care. If you tell them not to cuss and you out, you're out there cussing, they're going to cuss, bro. They don't care what you said that, you know, don't cuss. Or if you say, oh, don't drink, it's haram. They find liquor in your closet. Stuck for Allah. What do you think they're going to do when they grow up? It's, it's, you're enabling them. They're going to justify that. Oh, daddy did it. So I'm going to do it. Anyway, my example right here is most important thing uh, from what he said was you'll have people under your wing you'll be the imam. Imam just doesn't mean leader in prayer, but they're a leader, right? So they'll look up to you. If people look up to you, you'll you'll be more likely to set a good example, because you know the eyes are watching you. Um, There was another video, I think it was by Merciful Servant, it was saying that if there was a camera that followed you 24-7 and a mic that recorded everything you said 24-7 and it never got deleted, would you really be doing what you're doing? And uh, obviously people would say no. But we are, though. Allah is watching us. Allah is listening. We think that, you know, nothing is, is forever and no one's recording it. Bro, everything we do is being recorded 24-7. In private, in public, wherever. You name it. So, the in private thing really doesn't make a difference to me.
0: I think it well, does make a salam, difference. To I think it does make a difference. Because it's like Rami said, like if you can align who you are in private with who you are in public, then you become sincere Hmm. as to who you are. Because like, bro, if you if you completely change up in private and then you completely change up again in public, like what's the difference? What's the Hmm. difference, bro? You know, like it's it's not you anymore. It's not sincere, and it's like, bro, how can Imagine someone who is, again, I'm going to keep using this example. It's a very good example. Imagine someone who is falling to their lusts and they're watching these nasty things Hmm. online. But then imagine during the the day in, in public, they're super pious. Bro, there's a huge disconnect. That is not a sincere individual. And if they're all right with that, Like, imagine how that bleeds into their subconscious and everything else that they do. Then Mm -hmm. they become, they start to become insincere with every other thing that they do in their life. So, I think it's very important, bro. Mm.
1: 100%. Okay, new member uh, comment from Brother Yama. We have two angels on his side and they write everything down 20%. 100%. 100%. Um, Rami, there's something that a lot of people might not be familiar with, but when you do sin, I believe there's like a window where if you repent, the angels don't write it down or something like that. Um, can you go a little deeper into that?
2: Honestly, I remember hearing that once, but I, I don't know much about, about it, to be honest. Uh, okay. As far as I know, and even I mean, obviously, if there is a window, <clears throat> if there is that, you know that window, then we want to take advantage of it. But regardless, whether it gets written down by the angels or not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in the Quran that whoever commits a sin or transgresses in the state of, of jahiliya, in the state of ignorance, and then repents soon after, Allah will forgive them. I mentioned this before, so I'm going to try and you know, quickly go through it. Uh, the scholars, they say that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the state of jahiliya, what he's referring to is the state that people are in when they sin, or the state that people are in when they like, cheat on their spouse. Because when you're cheating on your spouse, you know, you're not thinking of them. Right, they're not on your mind, so you're in a state of being ignorant towards the fact that you have a spouse So you can actually be in a state of being ignorant uh, of Allah subhanahu wa taala and kind of being forgetful uh, when you're sinning, because when you're sinning, you're not sinning being like you know, oh Allah's watching me, and you know, and if you do, you're most likely you're you're gonna stop sinning because of that guilt that you feel. So, or hopefully you would, but um, when you're in that state of sinning and you know you know Allah subhanahu wa taala, or you you forget Allah subhanahu wa taala is watching you, you're in a state of jahiliyah. And then soon after, the scholars say that soon after means sometime before his death. Mm. So as long as you mm. repent after and you seek, you know, forgiveness for Allah, uh, Allah says, "Inna Allah says, "You know, tell my believing servants, tell my servant to transgress against themselves by sinning. Don't despair in the mercy of Allah." Indeed Allah forgives all sins and it is him who is the most forgiving the most merciful. So whether there's a window or not whether it's been 30 years or it's been 30 seconds hmm. if you repent to Allah sincerely then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are sincere then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you insha'Allah.
1: Insha'Allah. Okay brother Kalib asks, but isn't it better to be pious in public than only in private? Not exposing your sins to the public? P.S. not justifying sinning in private though. Good question.
0: Was we you should be pious. We're saying that they should be aligned, mean, that you you shouldn't just be pious in public and then not pious in private. You know, like you can't be all about the Quran and Sunnah and Islam and all that in public, but then when you're in private, there's no Quran and Sunnah, there's no Islam.
2: Yeah, yeah. When the reason, like, if I were if I were to say prioritize one over the other. Like, you should be pious all the time. But if I were to say prioritize one and focus on one, I would say focus on the private one more. Because that's actually... I don't want to say it's a lot more dangerous, but you're a lot more susceptible in private. Hmm. Because let's say you weren't a Muslim. The chances of you doing certain things in public go down already, just because you're in front of people. Um, Now, if you are a Muslim, you shouldn't be doing anything anytime. But, you know, the chances of you going out and, like, flirting with a girl or flirting with a guy or something... In public, they go down even more. Now, imagine you're in front of a guy, in front of a girl, a woman alone in your room, right? The chances of you doing that go up even higher. Now, imagine you're alone by yourself in your room. The chances of you, you know, doing what, uh, you know, Angel mentioned the example go up even more. So that's why I would say focus in the private life because the hadith of the Prophet I mentioned Mm -hmm. before, we don't want to be the bankrupt people on the day of judgment where we do good in public and then in private we transgress the limits of Allah and Allah causes all the good deeds to go. Like, like a mountain that becomes dust I'm gonna continue insha'Allah uh, mm. Habibi Ali JazakAllah khair may Allah bless you and
1: reward Ali, you bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ali bro JazakAllah khair may Allah reward you and you on this God. day of Jumma for your Sadaqah and well, I just wanna say Ram something bro. real quick that Rami that's 100% facts and uh, a lot of people what they don't realize is when you sin in private it's kinda of like what I said before um, you kinda of lose self-respect we don't want to admit this, but we do. You're yeah. basically telling yourself that I actually don't have the self-control that I thought I did. And next oh. time it's going to be even easier because you're most comfortable around yourself, just like you said, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And um, <clears throat> because of that reason, because of the hadith of the Prophet, I would say focus more on, on your private life. Because like I said, naturally, naturally you're going to be, you know, good, a good boy or a good girl, Ooh. whatever. And I've, I've known people, bro. Yo, can you say I've that one been, more time? Uh, the last line
1: the good boy good guy yeah whatever yeah, impressed
2: yeah. good boy good girl yeah because you're you're, you're naturally going to be a good boy a good girl in public you're naturally going to mm. be that, that person in public but in private you know like you said before you feel like no one's watching you right and that you you fall in that ignorant state but just in private no focus on that and try and make that your your time to really thrive and, and do your best because um that way and this is what i was going to mention before that way there's no possibility as for it's for anyone else because mm-hmm. there's benefits there's pros and cons if you do good in public you can motivate other people to do good but you could also you know uh, become arrogant and be like you know i look good in front of all these people i just gave charity you know i look good mm-hmm. in front of all these people i just i just prayed so lot in, in public and no one else is praying salah. a you know and it could become an arrogance thing you might not be rewarded at all by allah because your intention became misguided mm-hmm. but when you're in private it's easier to sin it's easier to sin but you nice. know for a fact you're doing it for the sake of Allah and no one can come and say, oh, you, you're doing it because there's a BBC camera watching you and broadcasting it or anything like that. <laughs> uh,
1: um, Anho was talking about uh, Brother Caleb when he was asking, oh, isn't it better to be pious in public? And Anho was clarifying that we're not talking about not being pious in public, but we're talking about specifically being pious in private. And look at the title of the stream, guys. Look down below. It says being solid in private. That's, that's what the main thing about. And the munafikun, the people that are hypocrites, these are the people that when they're out there with people, the cameras on them, they're solid. When the cameras are off behind the scenes, you only know what they could be up to. So, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, bro. And I've, I've heard, really quickly, sorry, I've heard of people, bro, who like they seem so pious, bro. They seem so up there. They seem so like they care about dean and they're on dean and everything. And they'll even have, like, Quran on their page and everything. And I've heard stories from, from sisters saying that, oh, this guy DM'd me and he was saying this and that and he messaged me. And he, like, these, these things, bro. And it's like, may Allah protect us, man. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. It reminds me of, uh, and not to throw anyone under the bus, but you know, just to say the truth here, uh, it reminds me of a lot of the, the issues that born Muslims have. Where it's like in public they'll put on the, the front that they are Muslim that they pray that they do all this stuff but then when they're in private they don't and the biggest repercussion from this is like you're playing you're playing with Allah like you're playing with your akhirah, your afterlife and like you're playing with your own iman it's like you your belief if if you're not sincere in private, like your belief will suffer, and mm-hmm. if your belief suffers, like you don't think that it's gonna get to a point where you enter a state of disbelief, where your heart is so stained by these marks that now you just you don't even believe anymore, and then you you become kufar, you become atheist, you become whatever it is that you think is now the uh, right way, but you only became so because you were out of alignment. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. Brother Yama writes again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive people who sin publicly. We should be very careful not to sin publicly. I mean, 100%. Like sinning in publicly, sinning in publicly, sinning in public becomes very easy once you start doing it. It's a slippery slope, kind of like zina. So I advise all of y'all to be careful of that. Comments again. People who boast about their good deeds publicly, the good deeds will be worthless on the day of kiamah. Mm.
0: It's exactly uh, kind of goes with what Rami was saying. Hmm. The Hadith.
1: You don't let the bad get to your heart. You don't let the good get to your head. It's facts. It's really good. <laughs> Sad thing. This might not be relevant to the podcast, but uh, I don't know if you guys always knew this, right? But me being a born Muslim, I only found this out like a year ago, two years ago, but Jummah for men. We know it's mandatory, it's obligatory, right? But a lot of people they don't they don't know it's obligatory. There's countless hadith to to you know discuss that. There's no excuse, right? So, bro, there there were there were hadith discussing like the prophet of telling men to walk like distances that you could not even imagine. And today, all we gotta do is take like a five ten minute break from work, sneak out, you know. And I'm not saying you know everyone has their excuses, everyone has their their exceptions, but Jumma is an obli- obligation for men. I'll say this one more time Juma today if you haven't gone to Juma if you're not planning on going to Juma go to Juma it's an obligation do your research look it up uh, consult your sheikh don't just you know take me for it but it's an obligation you can't just be at home chilling when it's Friday as a man you know, there's another so, hadith that, uh, that's a good if, reminder. yeah there's another hadith that if if men um, yeah anyone that going to Juma if you Take a bath, closer. you clean yourself, you purify yourself. Um there's another condition too. Like you were you were, you know, you wore some nice clothes and you, you walked to Jannah or something like that. Um I, I forgot what it was, but every single step you take is gonna literally like bring you closer to Jannah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so very beneficial. Another super chat from Ahi Ali. knitting is something all men should do now.
2: <laughs> if it keeps them away from haram man, is it <laughs> It's better than falling to haram, but... Facts. I would say men, men prioritize um, things that are better for them, inshallah. But uh, jazakallah khair. May Allah bless you and reward you. It really does help the channel. That's like, funny. Inshallah, we can get knitting supplies now.
1: Yeah, we're knitting supplies. Knitting, knitting in That's private is better than doing a lot of other things in private with your hands. So, he's not wrong about that. Uh, next, we got another comment from Brother Caleb. You guys are making sense. Jazakallah khair for the response. A similar comparison to one of the signs... Of the last day, that the mosques will be grand and large, but are empty. Mm. That is true. That is true. I think Rami said there's going to be another sign that there's going to be a lot of speakers, but a few scholars. Mm. I'm kind of already there. Huge shout out, bro. I guess we know which subscriber is uh, the subscriber of this stream, you know? Yeah, well, you well, know well, how well, they have well, employee well, of well, the well, month? Yeah. Brother Ali is subscriber of the stream. Have you oh, a lot <laughs>
2: He's like, "Is that bro?" He's like, bro." Subhanallah. He's VIP on our shit. May Allah make him VIP on the day of judgment. Allahumma ameen. I mean,
1: the main one, the main one. And you're from London, Ontario, bro? Subhanallah. Mashallah. Represent, bro. Gang. On like, "What is London, Ontario?"
0: Yeah, I'm like thinking my like Wait London I know what Ontario is. I know what I
1: London is. London,
0: is, this, is this some kind of, like, thing about what for us Sahabi was saying? Where, like, you're bringing two concepts together and making yeah.
2: it one? Yeah, it's the middle point between London and Ontario. <clears throat> There's, like, a little island. Right. I'm just kidding, bro. We have a place called London, Ontario. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. come on, bro. Don't do
0: this.
1: Man. Bro, everything here, it's from, like, you know, when, when Europe conquered here. It's, like, we have a place, Paris, right here. We have a place, London. Essex, yeah, I mean. You know, so Aren't what y'all mean,
0: like aren't y'all controlled by the French? Or like dominated <laughs> by the French.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man.
1: that's funny, bro. I don't know about that. I know wasn't that how it
0: was in the beginning? That's nah, why the French it, is like more... the the main language.
1: No nah, bro, it's it's we're we're dominated by if you could say Britain, maybe like England. You know, we still follow the Queen and all that.
2: Yeah.
1: Calibrate's <laughs> in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, though. <laughs> Speaking about speaking about oceans. If you do good deeds, oh, I'll I'll say this: If you sin and you think you know that's it for you, and you you think there's no hope for you, I want you to stop sinning. You know, you know you should stop sinning. I'm not saying that don't stop sinning, but don't think that you know you got to work only on not sinning, and you can't just simultaneously start doing good deeds as soon as possible, ASAP doing good deeds is extremely underrated um so i got a question for both of you for anyone watching what are some quick good deeds that anyone can start asap or some good quick good deeds that you guys try you don't need to like now boast your good deeds and say okay i do this i do that but just some ideas that that people can start
0: asap <clears throat> i got one right here i'm gonna go off screen because i'm gonna read this hadith that i saw bismillah. i think it's, it's very befitting bismillah let I me mean, know if you guys can still hear me.
1: Yeah, I can, bro. Sh- shout out to Jassim or Hasim for becoming a member.
0: Uh, so it was, this is in Sahih Al-Bukhari, 2472, Muslim 1914. Uh, it was narrated. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, While a man was walking in the road, He found a thorny branch in the road and he moved it aside. Allah appreciated his deed and forgave him. Mm. Just let that sink in. So simple. So simple, bro. All he did was move a thorny thorny branch. So anything that we do where it's like, you know what? I, I guess, like, you can think to yourself, like, what would I want? You know, like, if I'm walking and I see the neighbor's house and they have, like, a piece of trash, like, maybe you mm-hmm. wouldn't think twice of picking that up. But if it was your house, would you pick it up?
2: hmm Yeah. I agree. Very true. Yeah. You know, you actually, you reminded me of the, the hadith that we, we mentioned every once in a while of, uh, there are different narrations. Some say it was a, <clears throat> a woman who was a prostitute. Some say it was a man who was a sinner. Allah alam. But there is a person who saw a thirsty dog so they got water from the well for the dog to drink and for that they were they were entered into Jannah so there are, there are these things I think are a testament to a person's character so I don't think that they sinned their whole life that was the only one good thing they've ever done Allahu alam, maybe it was but you know I think that just shows their sincerity in their heart and generally what kind of person that they were uh, when they weren't committing sins they genuine, genuinely and generally have, you know, a decent heart. But I would say, this is from my own anecdotal personal experience. When I help other people for the sake of Allah, that's when I feel the closest to Allah. That's when mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really making an impact in all of that. Um, but I'm not going to use my experience and say you should go do that. I'm, I'm going to use the Hadith of the Prophet uh, there's two Ahadith. One is Ahadith Qudsi, where the Prophet ﷺ says that Allah, the Most High, has said. So this is Allah speaking. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the most beloved acts of worship, the most beloved deeds to Him, are the ones that He made obligatory. The ones that are Fard. So praying, fasting, and all of that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, and then the servant of Allah continues getting closer and closer and closer with voluntary acts of good until Allah begins to love them. So, we have to make sure first and foremost we have our farad we're doing what's all obligated right and we're trying our best not to sin and on top of that we have to increase in in you know voluntary good deeds and the Prophet said the best of deeds are those which are consistent even if they're small so you know I actually I met this brother in the masjid once may Allah bless him he's a beautiful brother his name is Hassan may Allah elevate him he said mm-hmm. when he gives in charity he doesn't just give you know maybe a hundred dollars uh, you know, every once in a while or something like that. He says every time he enters the masjid, he has a handful of change and he puts a little bit every single day. Every single mm-hmm. time he goes to the masjid, he puts some change in the in the charity box, in the zakat box, in mm-hmm. the sadaqah box. And it's because he's he he wants to follow the hadith process in him, where it's, it it may be small but it's consistent, which it means you never stop doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I can like, bro, I can go to the masjid, drop a hundred dollars now, and then f- feel good about it the rest of my life. And mm. Never do anything good again. SubhanAllah. Mm. But keep it consistent and you'll consistently get good deeds. Yeah. bro, it's kind of like why why go pray the hundred like
1: forty rakaat one night and then not pray for like a week? Rather, you know, we're supposed to pray five times a day. Right? So very important stuff.
0: It reminds me of the hadith. And I'm a butcher, but it's where the Prophet sallam, said that Um you should do salika, you should do charity, even if it's like just the half of a date Hmm. I just think about that just the half of a date like look at a date cut it in half and like even that would be enough for Allah to forgive you of your sins or to erase your sins yeah
2: subhanallah beautiful subhanallah
0: brother
1: Ali writes subhanallah because if you guys got closer to my religion nah nah bro listen all good is from Allah glad we could do our part um, my kids go to an Islamic mm-hmm. private school also
0: rank top school not in mashallah. mashallah mashallah may Allah, mashallah.
2: Allah that's a very very good decision
0: mashallah he's saying donate
1: Ezra Yama well, you should do a podcast about women who keep children away from their fathers we have so many problems Ooh. about it here in DK it's a huge problem man
2: we'll bring, we'll bring Gabriel back for that one inshallah
1: yeah that's that's crazy bro a lot of women weaponize intimacy in marriage this is is like a common issue right if you don't have kids like they'll be like oh you know but they'll use that because you know they know that's something you need um but there's 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 another level of degradation in in someone's just their spirit bro how do you keep someone's kids away from them
0: just you know it's you know who would have a lot to say on this but the people don't want to see you yeah (laughs) yeah i know exactly who
1: yeah people people don't want to see him but but he says what's neat what needs to be said in that regard and and i think it's important because today when you look at family law it's extremely matriarchal it it follows the you know favors the women family law and divorce law and alimony settlements and and you name it anyone that goes to law school they know exactly what i'm talking about um islam's not not you know for the man for the woman it's it's for fairness for justice
2: Uh yeah it's very true.
1: DK is Denmark. Yeah, bro. I got what you mean. I was
0: about to say, I didn't know what DK was, bro. Sounded was like thinking, Donkey Kong. I was thinking Donkey
1: Oh, you were thinking
0: Donkey Kong too, bro. Yeah, yeah. SubhanAllah. That's
1: my email. I love what you brothers are doing. MashaAllah, bro.
0: Bro, take a screenshot of that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's on the live now, so you can, uh, you know, do your thing. You take a screenshot, true. bro. sure. Okay, now. There was one thing that i heard from uh you know nasia sessions regarding sinning in private but i got a question for y'all um i don't want to just say don't sin in private and then leave it at that be solid in private but what are some i know this is gonna be a very difficult thing for a lot of people to talk about but what are some of the common sins that people commit in private today the youth young adults even older adults like what are things i know every sin is easier to do in, in private but what are some special ones that people are, are falling into now for both of you guys too that you've seen because people are DMing us right people are asking us for Nasiha what do you guys commonly hear and, and definitely let's not get this video demonetized so uh, you know just, just definitely you know, use some uh, elegance in your vocabulary okay.
0: so using P-O-R-N okay Zena Zina, what else? Not hitting their prayers.
1: Not hating their prayers. Ooh, major sin. Major sin. Major. Uh... When you said uh, Zina, Nasiya Sessions, Emran, Dalman, he basically said that, there was a saying that a man and a woman isn't alone except that Shaitan is the third person in the room. <laughs> this is huge. Or like two people aren't alone except that Shaitan's you know the third. Um... Isn't it, also, isn't it
2: also with Allah?
1: Yeah, Like a yeah, man and a woman are not alone except
2: <laughs> that the third is Allah. So yeah. these are two different hadith. The first hadith is that a man and a woman are not alone together except that shaitan is the third. And there's another hadith that says there isn't a group of people of Muslims who get together for the sake of Allah. Uh, there isn't like two Muslims that get together except that Allah is the third. And there aren't three mm. that get together that Allah is the fourth. And there aren't four that get together that Allah is the fifth. And, and, and if they make mention of me and <clears throat> their in their company and their gathering, Allah will make mention of them in the gathering even better. It's a beautiful hadith, subhanAllah. Mm.
1: I, I mentioned the context of the first hadith I mentioned, not to show that Allah is not there. Allah is always there, but in the context of the one that's there to make you sin, Allah doesn't make you sin. But shaitan's always trying to make you sin. Got another from kaleb also thought dk man donkey gong too bro we had the same childhood man come on now brother ali writes again i hate to say it i hope no one takes it the wrong way the reason men can't see their kids and muslims divorcing and fighting because men are taking a less role in their marriage and the woman yeah. bigger yo this is facts bro yeah that's yeah. facts no. see, see in the west we have in and i want you guys to watch an episode that we dropped our recent episode episode 102 with uh sheikh uh, faris al-hamadi we talked about gender roles and, and differences between men and women, but there's no equality. There's no partnership. There's no, like, you know, two Amirs of the household, two Imams of the household. No, this is, this is not Islam. You know, we're not saying men are women better than women now. I don't want all the sisters out here to dislike and, and do what y'all did to Gabriel <laughs> and got this brother demonetized. Now, what I'm saying is Islam is a patriarchal religion in the sense that men have authority. Right? Not, not that we oppress women or anything like that, but we have authority. And this is clear-cut, unapologetic, right? So there's no way around it. So what Brother uh, Ali is writing is that's true, bro. You look around in Muslim marriages. um, Bro, subhanAllah, there was a guy. I wanted to uh, hang out with him, one of my boys. This was, like, years ago, bro. And I was like, yo, can we uh, we go here tomorrow? Like, let's go. Let's make it happen. He's like, oh, I got to ask the missus. I'll get back to you.
2: i mean even though he phrased it i mean like you know i have to check with my wife is one thing but like i have to ask it's like
1: what do you like like, like, it is one thing if he's like uh, bro instantly i was i was like i was still not deep into islam and and, you know males having authority being the amir and all this back then but i still had in my fitra to be a little bit confused and and at this ease so i asked him i was like oh why do you have plans with her he's like no like, that, that's even worse. The fact that you don't have plans with her, but you're like, I gotta ask her.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go too far off topic, but, I mean, if you think about it, just in general, women in society are being put up here and told to stay up here and told they are authoritative, they are powerful, they are, you know, mm. men are being repressed in, in society. Uh, so that, that's, that's why fair. That's why it seeps into the household. Because, like, if you... Bro, I find it hard to find a, a sister or find a woman. I mean, I'm engaged, alhamdulillah, right? But, like, other than that, I find it hard to, to find a woman who isn't, like, when you become, like, when you really speak with them, that they don't have this kind of, like, like oh, I need him to respect me, like an authority kind of thing. Mm. There's so many sisters that are like that. And there's so many brothers that are like, bro, they're like, a lot of the time, they're just kind of chill. And they're kind of, you know,
1: mm.
2: they're just kind of chill guys. They're, they're not looking to be like, you know, I need her to, to respect me and need to know that. I'm authoritative and, and all of that because it's honestly, it's been reversed, but that's, that's off the topic.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. I agree, bro. There's a lot of comments, so let's get back to them. But what I'm seeing is, is hundred thousand million percent facts that society is already working against you. So what do you think your kids are going to see when they see daddy's weak and mommy's strong and daddy's pandering? And you know, it's, it's, it's like, bro, nothing's worse than, you know, your, your kids asking you for something and you saying, no, and they're like okay cool i'm gonna go ask mom now and mom's saying yes mom yeah. basically not deferring to your authority not respecting where you had to put your foot down but basically you know when they have that secret relationship where it's like oh don't tell dad about this stuck for allah bro stuck for allah bro, this makes me want
2: to make the whole episode about this now man yeah
1: facts i will right, we'll save it next time hasim or Jasim, forgive me for my ignorance for pronouncing your name wrong how can i maintain my iman at night i would have considerable level of iman but when i wake up in the morning it's like my mindset has completely changed can't pray fajr with full concentration what do you wake to up say? earlier
0: <laughs> wake up earlier usually i have the same thing if i just wake up just for fajr then like uh, the prayer is just not it's not legit. And it, it'll only probably get legit like once I finish the prayer and I might I'm just making dua at the end. But like if I wake up earlier and I just kind of like maybe sit in reflections and meditation, maybe read a little bit before hitting my prayer. Ooh.
1: You got the hajj too, bro.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah mashallah. It's a very good answer, SubhanAllah. Just to add to that, if you look at the term iman people translate it as faith iman doesn't mean faith iman means rational conviction that you you have um not just a belief but you you accept a fact that's based on evidence reality so the more you learn about islam and the more you prove it to yourself the more iman you'll have like literally uh so learn more about islam it'll increase your Iman, inshallah
1: yeah
2: dhikr dhikr
1: is key bro uh calibrates, I think we're seeing that a large portion of us men are avoiding responsibility and accountability in marriages. Yeah. This is, Ooh, true. This let is me,
0: true. Let me hit this. Let me hit this real quick. For it. So it's it's what I wanna say for the previous thing that you guys were talking on. And it's the fact that like getting married is such a huge responsibility. Hmm. And if I can now vouch for this because he is married, alhamdulillah. And Rami he's about to get into it. So alhamdulillah, like he can vouch for this, but me, myself, I think, and like, I only know a little bit from Jahiliya, but it wasn't marriage, so I can't say, like, oh, I know what it's like to be married. But I have an idea of the amount of responsibility that comes with it, especially if you want to keep the dynamic strong, especially if you want to be the man, if you want to be daddy in this relationship, and you want the woman basically to be mommy. You know, so it's like there's so much responsibility, and it's, for brothers out there that have no idea what the responsibility is, this is where you can seek other brothers that are strong in their, in their deen and they're strong in this dynamic, in their relationship, even years into being married. You can see what they've done. You can get their nasiha. And then also just being ready for whatever responsibility is thrown at you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throws mm-hmm. at you. Because it, it reminds me of um this thing that during our class i think it was like the the second or third class that we were taking in uh i3 institute where uh brother farhan may allah bless him he had said uh being muslim uh, being muslim w- with uh it's, along with being muslim comes great responsibility but mm-hmm. with responsibility comes great accountability mm-hmm. so it's like not only do you have to be responsible but you also have to hold yourself accountable for Mm. adhering to that responsibility.
1: I agree. It's very true. Ali, You are very right. But as a man in Europe, you can't do much about it. If your wife, if your ex-wife decides to keep your kids away from you because all the laws are for women and for the man, it's zero. This is facts. I see. Let's see. We got another one. Uh Yamarit's West is making our women more and more feminine. Um or more and more feminist feminism. And and our, our women are falling for it. You can't even say anything to your wife because they would just call the police on you. So many cases, I know about that's that's true.
2: The best way to avoid it is just marry the right woman, honestly. Yeah. Mary This is where vetting this is where vetting is
0: super important.
1: Vetting is vetting is key. Um if you're if you're with you know, if your woman's not acting in line with how you view an ideal Muslimah to act, you're either bad with women women, or you're with a bad woman. <laughs> I always say this, but if you're bad, if you're with a bad woman, do what, what the, the fellows right here just mentioned, pick the right one to begin with. If you're bad with women, I'm gonna share the, the, the hadith that I, that I shared in, uh, in the episode with Brother Faris, Fudayl ibn Ayyad, radi- rahim Allah. He he mentioned that if I disobey Allah, I reckon the effects in the behavior of my wife and the camel I ride. And bro, when I, when I first heard that, I, I like thought up and, you know, reflected on that for like a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. And it's really profound because what you do, it really does sometimes project in your life. Now, there's hidden baraka, there's hidden blessings that we're not aware that Allah blesses us with, right? And it could just be that when you, when you sin, and you 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 know, you're not on no <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, and you're not doing things you're supposed to be doing, these barakah, these blessings, they get stripped away from you. So now it's like it's in the open now because you you realize that, oh, everything's working against me. Everything used to be, you know, with me. Now it's like an uphill battle. But it could just be that. And subhanAllah that we even have this level of feedback mechanism from Allah that when we're not on the right path, I don't know if it's the fitrah, I don't know if Allah is giving us signs, but we usually know we're not on the right path, at least for a bit, before we get desensitized to doing the sin over and over. So subhanAllah that Allah has even given us the Qur'an, has even sent the Rasulullah has even given us revelation time and time and again, has even given us the perfect blueprint to live our life. Yet we're choosing not to live the right life. Like, how does that make sense? That's
2: very true, subhanAllah. It's very true. Yeah. We have 15 minutes left.
1: I th- I say we uh, open the, the chat to public now.
2: Yeah. And while, while we're doing that, inshallah, I just want to say, if you wanted to comment before and you wanted to join the discussion, the Lovely Brothers and what they were mentioning before and the discussion we were having, but you couldn't it's because you're not a member. So lives become are... Become a member. Member only. Yes, please. Uh, if you want to join that chat, become a member, inshallah. Yeah, a lot of it people... see see you that. and it helps us.
1: I agree. A lot of people think they can't even see the stream if I say member only. No. What does member <laughs> only mean, bro?
2: Member only means that you can only comment if you are a member. As far as I know. That's basically it. Everything comment. Not see, good. but comment.
1: Yeah. And what do you know this stream got demonetized? It did already? Well, yeah. We said stuff we shouldn't have.
2: My bad. Stay tuned until next
1: Friday where we will try this one more time.
2: <laughs> it's okay, it is what it is now. Demonetize, you're still making money, it's just you're making less money. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is, you know. But alhamdulillah, what we said is, is more worth whatever. What it is the cheese.
1: And at the end of the day, guys, once again, for all of you guys, <laughs> I think when we make money, we're out here buying, you know expensive cars or, or flying and you know doing random trips and just chilling no like we have a masjid fund we're inshallah we can build a masjid with the money we have from our masjid fund in the next year and we'll keep you guys on the journey very transparent with you guys um we give a lot of Sadaqa. we try to make a livelihood when we have more money from youtube that just shows that we can do more dawah we're not trying to take the money and you know
0: I was about to say a joke, but then I realized like you know what we shouldn't joke about these things. Facts.
2: So, you know, that's very good, mashallah. Yeah, that's good. Someone wrote about, Susan yeah. isn't happy. I
1: see. That's funny. Divis- was, I
2: that's think I think
1: I think there's bro, if it was Susan, that's one thing, but I feel like the YouTube algorithm it just automatically like just flags videos that, you know? Wa alaykum, rahmatullah.
2: Allahumma I amin. Mean. Allahumma I amin. Mean. Allahumma I amin. Mean, bro. Hi. Hello. What's up? Sa- wa alaykum assalam. Wa alaikum
0: assalam. Wa alaikum Is that is that a- alaikum?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Assalamu <IT> alaikum without the rahmatullahi and without the huwarakatuh. Got you. Do you guys have studying skills with prayer? Um. Do you mind elaborating on that, bro?
2: Yeah, I don't know what that means. Waalaikumsalam. Waalaikumsalam.
1: Ad. Khan, bro. I'll, I see you commenting, bro, all the time. I bless you, bro. Loyal T3M supporter. I don't like to use the word fan, bro. This is so shirky, you know.
2: Yeah, that's cringy, man. Crimes. Yeah, like
1: YouTube has a super fan, and all the and I don't know, bro. Okay. The last thing you said, Brother Fahd, is so true. When I sin, everybody around seems upset with me, subhanAllah. Yeah, it might not be that your life gets worse when you sin, but it might just be that Allah is blessing your life to be better and it just returns to equilibrium or, or just ground zero. Allah is not making zero negative, right? So it's kind of like when you're not on point, you notice that the blessings that Allah has been giving you, they're just not there anymore. So, relatively, mm. it feels like you're, you're declining, which you are. But Allah's not making your life worse. Allah's just might not necessarily be allowing you to have the barakah to make your life better. And it's good that we have this feedback to show us to, you know, course correct and get back in our lane and
0: do good. It reminds me of that dude you sent me. Uh, he's not Muslim, but he would say that anytime that he would uh, basically play with himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's like he would be punished by
1: God. Yep, yep. 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 All these yeah. no fap and, and you know, seed retention YouTubers. Why am I even censoring my speech if the video is already demonetized? Because, y'all, I don't know, but maybe nah, it's a don't. good force of habit that you might want to pick up on. Anyway, uh, yeah, the YouTuber basically said that he said that when I play with myself, when I touch myself, um, I feel like, you know, the most high, because I don't think he was theist or at least definitely not Muslim. Um, he would say that I feel like, you know, the universe is just against me. The Most High is just punishing me. And it's the Christian, it up, bro. He's Christian, yeah, okay. he was Christian. Okay, question. Why can't some people join as members? I clicked the link. Oh, you're probably living in a region where membership is not available to you. Could be that. Uh, I don't know what else it could be. Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. The One of your brothers doing a video on women and makeup. JazakAllah khair. Man, this is key, bro. We'll We'll definitely bring on a sister and... Exactly, Discusses I was about, about to
0: say that we probably should yeah. bring it to the sun
1: for that. What books do you guys recommend on Islam and psychology? Oh, I know, I know who's gonna go in on this.
0: Uh, I can't, I can't recommend any yet. I'm still too new to reading them to be able to recommend them. Hmm. Yeah, me too.
1: I'm bonded by Shahada, there we go. That's 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 the only bond we need. Alhamdulillah. Mo elaborates on his previous question about studying skills in prayer, which we didn't really get the first time. He says, I'm a college student and it's hard for me to balance prayer, studying, and work. Okay, uh, my two cents, put prayer first, put Allah first, everything else comes into place. You try to put everything else around prayer, it, it ain't going to work, bro. It ain't going to work, buddy.
2: Yeah. Salah is the easiest of those those three. Salah is just a few minutes of work and, and studying, school and all that. It's is something else. So I would recommend as soon as the prayer comes in, make it a habit. As soon as the prayer comes, you drop whatever you're doing, you go
0: pray.
1: Mazra Salam. Yep. what do you mean when you say accountability in marriage? Mm-hmm. Accountable, bro, by Allah. Allah gives you uh, obligations in marriage. For example, providing for your wife. That's not sadaqah, jariah. That's not like an option. You know, I know in the West, they have these weird things where man stays home, watches the kids, wife goes outside, provides none of that. In Islam, you are accountable to provide for your wife. I don't care if she's a millionaire. I don't care if she has her own money. For basic expenses, you must be willing and capable of providing at the very least. Even if she wants to do more, you must be willing and capable. Uh, you know, that's one. Another one, you must be willing to protect and provision
0: Put your life on Gentleman, the line. Gentlemen, I Never. need to go. It's 12.06. I need okay. to eat and head over to Jummah. Dayab, bro. As-salamu alaykum wa wa barakatuh. May Allah bless the both of you and all the brothers and sisters watching this video and all the other videos on this channel. Allah amin. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: notice, notice that Adios. brother Anhu did not say Jummah Mubarak because that's bid'ah. If if you guys don't know, I'll probably put a link in the description. Uh, cause too many people are wishing people Jumma Mubarak. I don't know what that is, but yeah. Take care, bro. Enjoy your Jummah. Have a good day, bro. Salam. I'll take care wa yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's basically that. And then for women, obeying your husband, that's 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 an that's an obligation. Obviously, you know, in, in parentheses, provided he's not telling you to do something haram, right? But yeah. Papacito. Uh, I think you meant Papi Sito. <laughs> I want to start wearing those beanies on her. Whereas the man single-handedly brought them back into style. SubhanAllah, bro. So true. May Allah bless you guys. May you reach a million soon. Inshallah. Inshallah. It's only possible through your support. And through Allah. First and foremost. Inshallah. Thank you, my guys. No worries, bro. And And bro, I feel you. Trust me. Like I'm married. I'm in med school. And I'm, you know, here running the podcast and doing everything else that I'm sure the other brothers can feel with the heavy workload. And it's possible, bro. There's, don't let anyone tell you that you got to pick and choose. You know what I mean? Like, they, we're sold this lie that everything comes at an opportunity cost. And yes, I do agree. But taking an opportunity cost for the sake of Allah, putting Allah first, if that means you say no to something else, that's never going to burn you on the day of judgment. That's never going to be something that you resent. That's always going to be something that's going to weigh in your favor.
2: Um, so, I mean, some of it is just what I you know, what I hear online when I listen to lectures and, and when I read and all of that. But uh, most of my knowledge, alhamdulillah, especially like the basics and the really, really important stuff, comes from the I3 Institute. So it's the letter I, the number three, institute.ca. They have a YD, a Young Da'i course, a Young Da'i program. It's free. It's two hours a week. And it's honestly, to a lot. I'm actually teaching that course now uh, for two classes, but it's it's really great, mashallah. So I recommend everyone to go to I3, inshallah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm a student in Rami's class. And, you know, wallahi, Rami did not tell me to tell, tell you guys this. Uh, he didn't, you know, this was not planned or anything. But I'm, I'll say it right now, mashallah, may Allah bless him that the way he teaches it it's very different than than school than university than than college because i'm currently in, in grad school right now and and i know that he teaches in a way where it's like open learning it's like discussions it's not close-ended facts and dates and and different names of the sahaba anh, nothing like that it's very open and you learn a lot so definitely guys consider i3 and make dua that you get paired up with rami as your as your teacher Try to fight laziness, get in Salah before laziness creeps in. Who facts big fan from Dubai?
2: We just talked about that term fans. We we're just we talking about that, fans. bro. We
1: ain't got no fans. We got we got we got family, bro. We got the T3M family. Shazak okay, Quran right? So What do you tell people who say we can't change anything in this world? Ooh.
2: Tell that to the Prophet, sallam. tell that to the Sahaba, tell that to uh salah al-Din. tell that to every sheikh that ever. Uh, made a made an impact tell that to imam that's oh, sorry i froze for a little bit i think hmm. Tell that to uh i believe imam malik rahimallah was it imam malik or was it imam ahmed
1: i think it was Imam ahmed.
2: with the quran right yeah yeah tell that to yeah. imam ahmed rahimallah where every every single person in the literally in the ummah at that time was trying to say the quran was created they're trying to argue that and imam ahmed was the only one who was saying the quran does not have a creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not mention it, it, it as being created or anything like that. So where are you getting this from? He was put in prison, he was beaten, he was tortured. But today we don't have anyone saying the Quran is created. And if they do, we know that they're a non
1: Tell that to Yusuf, who was locked up in prison. And when they said that, you know, we can we can modify this so we can we can make your name good and we can we can we can get you to sneak out. He's like, no, I only want to come out when my name's been cleared. Like having sabr in Allah is, is key, bro. Many people lack that today. Um, I mean. But yeah, leading back to your question, subhanallah, just just have faith in Allah. Don't worry if you know. The main question I'll ask you guys is the, is the question that Firas is a hobby, asked us when you know he came on our platform. If you were the last Muslim today, would you still be Muslim? Yeah. Ooh, that's it's a loaded question, right? Because a lot of people hear that they're like, "Man, how do how do I know I'm not the last Muslim?" Or maybe it's easy to say that because you're not the last Muslim today. But imagine this: there's no other Muslim except you. But you know it's the truth. Just like today, you have full conviction. Would you still be Muslim? And inshallah, the answer is yes. Inshallah. These these, these questions are very important to ask because I feel like when we pass away, you know how like the, the first three questions were going to be asked? Um, who is your, your Rabb, your Lord? Um, who's your messenger? What is your deen? And if you can't answer these questions, um, you know, it's just not going to look much better for you. If you can, then everything's easy for you. And then you know the first thing you're gonna be asked about is your salah, your prayer prayers complete and all that. We're not talking about that. But these these questions, you can't really prepare for them like intellectually. They're there in your in your in your heart, in your soul, in 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 the unseen, in the ghaib, right? Because even an atheist, you can tell them that you know there's gonna be this test and the is gonna be this. But on the day of judgment, the heart speaks and they're not gonna be able to say and produce what I just said. So essentially, may Allah put it in our souls, in our heart not just in our mind because it's easy to just know the right answer to the three questions.
2: Yeah, Allahumma amin. It's very true. Major sins and minor sins. What about saying to offer protection before entering the house, bathroom and eating? It's better for you to seek refuge from Allah to protect you from shaitan. Allahumma amin. Mm-hmm. yeah, It's very true.
1: <coughs> Question, where did you get your first Quran before you accept Islam? I'm not, bro. I know I ain't here so maybe yeah. next time.
2: I think I think it was actually gifted to him from one of his friends, but it was sitting yeah. on his shelf for a few years. Oh, and then wow. he finally ended up, yeah, a long time. Is it me? Is it me who's freezing all the time?
1: Oh, no. It could be me, bro, because my battery's at like 8%. Oh, I was
2: feeling locked. Okay. Is it is it bad, though, or is it still doable? That oh, it's good. It's good now. It's just okay. a while.
1: In a marriage, are you responsible for the sins of your wife? Again, I'm not a scholar, so I can't tell you this. Um, But you are responsible for for the very least, what I know, guiding her to the right path. Making sure that you you as the Amir, as the Imam, you're making sure everyone's straight. That's that's your responsibility.
2: Yeah, yeah. You should follow the ayah in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that basically if your like your wife is disobeying and so on and so forth. Like she's committing sins, doing haram, you have to advise her, uh, kindly, mm. keep advising her, keep advising her. And if she doesn't listen, you have to leave the bed. Um and if it gets to a point where you have to divorce, then you know it could go down that route. But Allah knows best.
1: Hmm. Yeah. As- so, Allah. Allah. Could you put the name of the institute? Yeah, guys, type in I3, I for Indigo, and then the number three, Institute. And uh, we'll be sure to remember, inshallah, to put it in the description. Anyone wanting to give charity, there's a live campaign for refugees on. Yeah, the more you know, subhanallah. I sympathize with Mo. I work full-time take 12 credits per semester and work out, Trying to make it work, though. Gang, I feel you, bro. Okay, let's see. Will I face racism in Canada if I keep long beard? Uh, Luckily, luckily, from, I think that's the Bangladesh flag. It's not, guys, by the way, I am Bengali. I don't think I don't know my flag. I know the flag is the green flag with the red dot, but I'm so far from the screen that I can't even like see that close because my setup the way it is. So I, I literally, I know someone's gonna be like, bro, this guy's Bengali. He doesn't even know his own flag. You know, I just, I'm way too far from the laptop right now. I can barely even like read the text. Uh, yeah the last Faraz Abi podcast on diet and lifestyle uh, was really good some of his podcasts are really high value I agree bro Rami you remind me of mm-hmm. Sheikh Muhammad Tim Humble may Allah bless you and protect you oh, I'm bro, numb, bro. That's,
2: that's, that's an honor bro honestly because I, I, I love that brother may Allah bless him, bless him that is an
1: honor man may Allah bless Tim Humble man. Muslim since he was 14
2: MashaAllah
1: Rima respects okay guys we're going to do a few more questions and then we're going to quickly end the stream because we reached the one hour mark uh, join us next Friday where inshallah the topic is going to be self-fulfilling prophecies self-fulfilling prophecies being when people just believe in their own I guess ideologies even if it's not necessarily correct it's like an echo chamber very important and uh, just remember you need to be a member to comment on, on any of our videos, on, on like a member to comment on the live streams, participate in the live chat, but you will still be able to see it. And then at the end for a few minutes, just like now we open it to the public.
2: How to love, there's no, you don't want to pick and choose as a female. What does that mean? Pick and choose. Don't know. Love your content, amazing work, mashallah. Can you make more podcasts with Sheikh Uthman Ibn Frook and Gabriel Romani? Loveless this class. Um, inshallah, I'd yeah. love to have both of them on.
1: Sheikh Uthman uh, messaged me last night something I literally completely even forgot to reply. So, Jazakallah for reminding me, Zaid. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to reply now saying, you know, let's, uh, let's make it happen. You can hop back on and then. Inshallah, may Allah bless him. Sheikh Osman was 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 attacked by some uh, some idiot, to be to be honest, and uh, recently. And Alhamdulillah, you know, there was no, I guess, damage or danger to his health, and he wasn't harmed. Everyone was fine, but he did tell me that the the attacker was also someone that attacked someone in their masjid before. It was the same guy. So you know, be steadfast in the in the path of Allah. Don't fear death, and Inshallah, you won't fear anything. Subhanallah. <laughs> I thought Rami is the king of intimacy. How can he be engaged right now? Well, in Islam, the only intimacy you can have is with a spouse, so that's why he's engaged right because there's gonna be no intimacy if you're not engaged or married. um well, definitely no intimacy if you're engaged, but you know without being married, so how can he be the king of intimacy if he's not on his way? You know
2: exactly i'm just I'm just getting up on that throne now inshallah
1: okay, two more questions. How do I take a path to learn Islamic knowledge? I found one course, but one issue I face is payment. Oof. Bro,
2: again, I3 Institute. The letter I, the number three, institute.ca. Sign up for the YD program, the Young Da'i program. Two hours a week, completely free. And it is an amazing institution. Honestly, I would say probably one of the best institutions on the face of the earth. Um, that's not me just, you know, blowing smoke. Like It is genuinely probably one of the best institutions on the face of the earth right now.
1: May Allah love you
2: for loving us for his sake, Allah I mean, All right, guys. And with that being said,
1: just remember the takeaway from this video. It's easy to be solid in public when everyone's watching, but it also matters what you're doing when no one else is around you and no one else is watching because Allah is always watching. So give yourself that self-respect that you deserve and always be solid when you're in private as well. Ameen.
2: I Allahumma Ameen.
1: All right, Amin. I mean, Anything else?
2: No, that's it. طيب, and with that being said, Allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wafil akhirati hasana wakina adha bin nar wa iyaikum wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.